Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You guys have plans to go anywhere? Yeah, I'm going to Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a drug mule. Oh, nice. Huh. I'm only going for a couple of days. Moving weight? A little bit. There you go. Gotta Listen, got to make ends meet. Got college to pay for. That's right. It's not my choice. Do. It's a have to. I have to make the money. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going away. I have to come back early because I have to do the holiday store, so I kind of messed that up on my calendar. What part of Mexico are you going to? I, I think the Cancun area. I'm not sure. We can't go away in March. So we always go away in March, and we can't do it, so we're mm. doing it here. And another family, it's great. Our friends who have uh, four kids, they've never gone on like a trip to like an all-inclusive before. Yeah. So they're so excited. But I, I'm kind of sure the kids are staying, and my wife's staying a, a couple extra days. Going to Cozumel in the end of January. You are? End of January, yeah. You are? Cruise. Are you taking any work days off? Cruise. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jericho Cruise. Nice. I got to do sports. How many days? Um, I think I'm leaving like on a Wednesday and coming back on Tuesday. So oh, that's nearly awful. a whole week. That sounds awful. You can't go. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? Sports is going to be nothing going on. Yeah, you feel play bad. Playoff football. Yeah, but not on a Thursday. Oh, that might be the off week for playoff football. No, thanks. Okay. Thank you, Morgan. Ooh, Thank you, Matt. I'm going to slash. Yeah, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Bowl. I'm going to do a minute and a half on the Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be good for ratings. Broadcasting from the Johnson Brunetti Studios, this is Brian and Company on WTIC News Talk 1080. Let's take a quick look at that forecast. Just looking at, speaking of Trump, you did that in your snippet. He's, he's, I don't know if you ever read a prayer for Owen Meany or, or whatever, that he's, his, his posts on True Social, all caps now. He's not testifying uh, today. And I, I was always wondering why he would testify again. I thought since it's the, the defense, maybe they would do, do the job of sort of making his argument better. So I'm a little actually surprised. But anyway, let's take a quick look at the forecast. The rain's going to end. I mean, last night was kind of amazing. The wind woke me up. No damage to the house. We didn't lose power or anything. But it definitely, you could hear it. It rained like crazy and it had me thinking about snow. just wish it was I kind of wish it was snow. The rain's going to end later this morning, clearing in the afternoon. Windy, though. The wind will stick around in the 40s. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny, 40 to 45. Wednesday, mixture of sun and clouds, 40 to 45. Thursday, fair, 35 to 40. And Friday, mostly sunny, near 50. So that is... No snow, huh? No, it's no. there's no, no, <laughs> no, no snow radio. Uh, by the way, you know, Elon Musk let Alex Jones reactivate his... Twitter account. And although he did say he disagreed with Jones on 
the Sandy Hook stuff, it's still surprised a lot of people. And Sandy Hook is actually trending this morning. Um, and, you know, it's it's that free speech versus everything else type thing. And t- Twitter is just difficult. Like, I, I don't have a problem necessarily with him having his account. And I, I hope that he can make some money off his Twitter account and pay the families in Sandy Hook. But um, he's reinstated. And also, if you saw Elon Musk took his son to the Army-Navy game, made a big buzz at Gillette Stadium. Uh, he was at at the game. Sort of, he's like a rock star businessman. It's sort of like his, that's his that's his thing. And uh, that was an exciting game too. And uh, now you picked. I picked the army. Picked, oh, you did. Yeah, I picked. Navy. I think it was three and two because I think I picked Philly last night too. Yep, that's right. You're three and two, and uh, I went two and three. Chrissy went two and three, two and two for Salt because we don't count it as a loss if you don't get the prop bet. Yeah, so just a bonus. And then you and uh, Mark went three and two, so you're definitely in first by in front of Christine by basically three in the win column. So we have a nice little finish set up here, and nobody's out of it. I really think. I mean, it, listen, the bet is if you don't follow the football pool, the loser has to get the winner a pedicure. Yeah. And I wanted the loser to do the pedicure, but nobody seems <sighs> interested in that. <clears throat> I mean, right now, it seems pretty much assured that Salt will be paying for it. The question is, will you hold on? And you've been impressive because you had a bad start. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a decent start, and then like towards the middle, like it was like week ten and eleven. I, I think I went like zero and five, and then like one and three or something. I'd, it was bad. It was bad, but yeah, I bounced back nicely. Yeah, you. Well, you're good at it. Um, by the way, excuse me. Now we. What do I take this to, Matt? Oh, you got another minute, minute and a half. Okay. So Vince Candelora is going to join us. I always enjoy talking to the House Republican leader. We talked last week about the tipping, and the waitress. I mean, the wait, the servers, and how there's going to be another try to get them to be paid the minimum wage. And we talked about it because I, I, I'm, you know, it's going to add costs to the restaurants. But what happens to the tipping culture? Because if they make tips at the same pace and they get minimum wage, they're going to make a ton of money. Which I want, as I said with Shohei Otani, I want people to make as much money as possible. And I don't know that I love the system, but the question that Vince raises is the cost to the restaurants in increasing the wages could be crippling to the restaurants. And some would say, "Well, deal with it." And some say, "Well, that'll just get passed on to the customer." Others say, "Well, that's a problem." So. You know, Vince obviously feels like it's a problem and he's not in favor of the minimum wage. I just think that I'm my biggest question, and I don't think it would change anything, is that if they went to minimum wage, how would that affect the tip culture? And if the tip culture in restaurants doesn't change, then they could make a lot of money, but it doesn't make a difference to us, except we'll be paying, we'll be tipping the same and paying more for our food, right? But I don't ever want to tell anybody they can't make more money. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I don't, right. So, I will ask Vince to sort of state his case against but the, it, the wage It could increase. be interesting if, you know, some restaurants, if you have a party of like six or more, if they automatically include the tip like at the end. Might, you mean they might start doing that? They might not start doing that. They might like take that away maybe because it's oh. like, you know, you're already getting paid $15 an hour See, type I, of deal. I don't, think, I don't think they would. And so I, I, I wonder what the result is. And there's no doubt it would be an... An, uh, a burden on the restaurants, but some would say, well, they should have been assuming that burden forever. Oh, yeah. So it's just now getting to right size it. So we'll talk to Vince about that. And, and I'm, you know, just curious him stating his case. I don't have a, I don't have a, 
I don't have a take on it's not that I'm being a flip flopper. I just don't feel like intense one way or the other, right? But we'll see what Vince has to say. And for the first time in nine years, Brian and Matt, correspondent Vicky Barker reports overnight trains are returning between the French and German capitals. Now you can go to sleep in Paris and wake up in Berlin, riding a wave of renewed demand for sleeper trains and other low-carbon travel options. Three trains a week to start with, but by next October, the operators hope to run a daily, make that nightly service. Journey time, about 14 hours. Vicky Barker's CBS News, London. I wouldn't want to do that on a regular basis, but I'd try it. Have you ever been on a sleeper train? No. I did it when my dad took, my dad, I love trains, and uh, I did it to D.C. when I was a kid. It was awesome. That's cool. He woke me up at like, I was, I was a little kid, he woke me up at midnight because we pulled in a Penn Station, and it was just empty. It was just <laughs> the coolest, it was cool. And we had our own little car, I mean, it was like, you think it is, like we had our own little car with like a little fold-out bed. Mm-hmm. It was neat. Um, that'd be fun. Thank you, Morgan. Let's, let's get right to Vince. You know, the, the op-ed, uh, Connecticut's recovering restaurant industry needs support, not roadblocks. And this is a, uh, a response to the push by some to make servers in the service industry have minimum wage. And a lot of them get under minimum wage because the tips make up for it. So on average, they, a lot of them make more, but, uh, it's an issue that, Looks like it's going to come up in the next session. So he wrote it, and we want to talk about it. Uh, good morning, Vince. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? I'm uh, great. Thanks for coming on board with us uh, on a Monday morning. Just sort of state the case um, for your stance on this issue. Yeah, I mean, essentially the way our tip credits are structured is that wait staff receive less than minimum wage, and the tips make up for it. If the tips do not make up for it under Connecticut law, the employer would have to pay them a minimum wage. So no matter what, our wait staff are getting over a minimum wage. In exchange for this sub-minimum wage, they get to keep all their tips, and the employers are prohibited from exerting any control over those tips. In the legislature, we have some Democrats that want to get rid of the tip credit. What that would do is bring everybody in wait staff to minimum Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Minimum wage, and then you could start seeing restaurants charging, you know, a service fee like some do, and they could exert control over all the tips. They could keep them for their overhead. They could distribute them among all the staff. And bottom line is, I think that employees get hurt from this kind of proposal. In my 20 years in in the legislature, I've never had somebody come to me and say, 
get rid of my tips. I want to get paid minimum wage. So it's frustrating to see this proposal come up time and again when it's not driven by Connecticut employees. It's actually being driven by Ida State interests from Chicago and California. Well, let me ask in terms of so it, it, basically you're saying it, if, it, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You, you're fine exactly. with you're fine with the way it is at, right now. That's that's right. Okay. And, and Maine tried it. Maine got rid of their tip credit and tried to stay, you know, phase it out. And they quickly realized it's actually hurting their, their the staff, the employees. They reversed course, went to a statewide referendum, and the voters rejected it. And now they return to what Connecticut does. So it's already been tried. It fails everywhere. And we just shouldn't be jumping off that cliff. No other state does it. I'm curious about the whole the, the control of the tip thing is – I, I don't have a, a, a stance either way, and I understand basically part of your point is not you're taking the employee angle, but you know a lot of in the op-ed is the, is is the the restaurant angle that it adds a ton to their costs and it could be crippling. But it, are they have to be linked? Like, would a minimum wage by necessity have to release them from having control over their tips? Well, right now because they get less than the minimum wage and they're essentially paid through their tips. And so under state law, it says, you know, the employer, the restaurant owner can't come in and take any of those tips. Right. They can't exert any but control if they, over if, them. If, if they went minimum wage, would they definitely have their tips taken away from the tip control taken away from them? Is that the definite? protection? That's right. I mean, the protection would go away. Um, so any employer under current law, if you pay your staff minimum wage, um, you no longer, you can control exert control over the tips. So, you know, I have a service industry. We actually pay everybody a minimum wage. If I wanted to, I could go in and take people's tips away and pull it. Um, so the concern is that it would be used, you know, you have a hard time finding cooks. You have a hard time, you know, finding busboys. You would then shift those tips over to the different various staff and, and the employer could save money because then they pay them less. Well, we're talking with Vince Candelora, uh, House Republican leader here on Bryan & Company. Again, if you want to read it for yourself, I got it off a, a CT Post, but it's CT Insider, I believe. And it's Connecticut's recovering restaurant industry needs support, not Roblox. And uh, I was posted over the weekend or late last week. And, you know, in terms of the Democrats potentially proposing it, there's two questions. One is, if this hurts the worker, why are they advocating for it is one. And two, is this definitely going to come up in legislation in the next session? Yeah, it comes up every year and it ends up, it does die. You know, the only thing I could figure out is why anyone would want to propose this is that um, it ends up capturing the tips and they end up on the books. So it's a way that government is assured to be able to collect tax revenue because the reality is right now, not everybody declares their tips on their tax forms. Right. And so they become untraceable and they're non-taxable, which is illegal, but people do it. Of course. If, if, if we take away the tip credit, um, now the employer exerts control over it. Now it's on the books. It's a way for government to get more money. It's the only justification I can figure out because, like I said, it's really in search of a problem. There is nobody telling me um, that they're not making enough uh, money waitressing with tips. And the, the areas that, you know, like a Dunkin' Donuts, they're paying minimum wage. McDonald's is paying minimum wage. And they still have the tip cups by the register, and they're, they're making additional money. So it's a system that I, I just don't understand that why Democrats would want to go after 
other than just to try to collect more tax revenue. So, you know, I, it's interesting you brought up the McDonald's and the Dunkin'. We, we don't have a ton of time, but I did want to ask you, because you, you're you a human being who's a consumer, too, and you go into these places that in your entire life never asked for a tip, and they now ask for a tip, and there's, yeah. a, there's this guilt over not doing it, then there's this feeling you won't get served as well if you don't tip, and the culture, it's gone... It's gone Almost everyone agrees it's kind of gotten out of control. Is there any discussion like at the state level about addressing that? Yeah, I, I don't know how you really can. It has gotten out of control, and, and many people don't tip. I, I selectively do. If, if you're just handing me a cup of coffee, I'm not inclined to tip. But this issue, this tip credit issue, doesn't do away with that. Um, I don't know how you end up prohibiting it, but you're right. I mean, they are everywhere, and... You know, it's a way, uh, bottom line, I think part of the problem is that Connecticut's become so unaffordable that people are trying to figure out any way to make more money. And I think that's why you're seeing these tip cups coming out, um, because people are having trouble making ends meet. I don't know how we do away with those. Yeah, I mean, it might not even be. But I'm with you. Yeah, it's a pain. It's a pain. It's annoying. And I I want people, I I would say I want people to make as much money as possible. But, uh, you know, to guilt me or anyone into something when it's just so seems strange to just put something right in front of you and do nothing and ask for for a tip but I, but I didn't know if there's any conversations about that other than the you know the kitchen table and dining room table like we have it uh listen uh a good job writing it and getting the issue on the front we're, we we're going to approach it from both sides and we'll see what the democrats have to say about it but have a great week thanks you too uh, take care Vince Candelora Bye. house republican leader joining us here on Brian and Company I, I there's so much written. It's like the the easiest thing in the world. There's so much on TV and 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 on the news about this over this tipping, where you you go anywhere, you get a bagel and you got a tip, and you get a cup of coffee and you got a tip, and this and that. And maybe they should get tipped. I don't know, but I'm just so unused to it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.